Hello, everybody, and today we are going to be welcome to the first episode of Who's Who Doctor Who podcast. So today we'll be running through some merch and uh, doing our review of Revolution of the Daleks. Sorry, I forgot what we were doing there. Um, so I would tell you a bit about me, but I didn't want to hold back my review of Revolution of the Daleks even more. The reason why uh, Revolution of the Daleks review came out so late uh, was because I was having audio issues. So let's get on with some merch, shall we? Before we do that, actually, um, I'll just say what the two things I've done this week. So, I watched uh, episode four, uh, episode one, two, three, and four, not just episode one, two, three, even, of uh, The Demons. Uh, I'm really loving the story so far, so I'll probably finish it off uh, tomorrow or tonight. Uh, I also um, read finished reading the Doctor Who magazine and that was a brilliant read and I obviously have watched some Doctor Who and I joined in with a tweet along uh, or, uh, the past two weeks however because uh, I got held back or the internet cut off and unfortunately I can do the tweet along of um, school reunion I'll do the one of Boomtown. I, I, I probably will do the one of uh, the Twitter along of Boomtown this Saturday. So, let's go on with some merch. So, obviously, this has been around, uh, this has been all over the internet. So, if you haven't known about this, what? Well, yeah, where have you been? So season twenty four, Sylvester McCoy's first season has been released on Blu-ray in the collection series. Uh, I always, I really want to get the collection series, however, because it's nearly fifty quid. I don't want to ask my mum and dad to buy it. Well, I want to. But I know mum and dad will say no because it's too much money. Even if I say I'll give them the money, they'll still say no uh, because. Which is really annoying. I'm getting jealous because uh, everyone has them and I don't. I'm just getting annoyed at this point. So. But I'm, <laughs> I was hoping to get the season 8 one. Uh, for Christmas is a pre-order. Uh, I don't think that's happened. Uh, so that's um, that's really annoying. But season twenty-four. Um, I would watch Tom and the Rani of this season, which I think gets a bit too much hate. I probably need to. I think I'll need to rewatch Tom and the Rani. Uh. 
uh, but Paradise Towers I've heard alright things about Darwin the Bannerman again I haven't heard the best things about it and Dragonfire has one one of the best this season but I've heard this one so this is really no doesn't really act like he's a bit of a clown I know Another bit of news. Um, my achievement is Missy. The master is getting her own. Is getting her own comic series. So Titan Comics announced the launch of a brand new comic series, and the comic debut of the Doctor's Darkest Nemesis this April with Missy issue one. You can pre-order this. You can pre-order. You can be up. Sorry, my voice is going away. You can pre-order Missy issue one ahead of its release in April this year. From your local comic shop, from Forbidden Planet in the UK, or digitally from Comixology. The story is, Missy wages a war on the Doctor, but this time, she's not alone. Trying to combine brains of the third and twelfth Doctor ever her deadly scheme. Or will she get her hands on a secret weapon capable of wreaking havoc on the universe? The special story celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Masters' first appearance will feature more Doctors and Masters than ever before. Following on from the Doctor Who comic crossover series, where the 10th and 13th Doctors battle villains like the Weeping Angels, Scythera, Sea Devils, and Autons. This story sees this the series expand its horizons even further with the first appearance of the twelfth Doctor's arch rival, Missy, is played on TV by Michelle Gomez. We got quite a few uh what different covers. You've got quite a few and oh, still a decent doctor tells from darkness. Knows about this seven 
new stories are joining the Doctor Talking Book Rings, including the 13th Doctor. Also, DWM are doing uh, their issue that next week they're, they're giving you a free exclusive Talking Book. So whether that'll get me into the Talking Book range, but uh, it probably will. Uh, I've always wanted the Target book. I'll do, I've always wanted to collect the Target book range, and they're relatively cheap on eBay and Amazon. But the reason why I haven't, again, my mum and dad. Uh, my mum thinks I should know, I should find something else, but I'm never gonna find something else as brilliant as Doctor Who, because Doctor Who's the best thing ever. So the stories that are joining the target range are Dalek, which totally reminds me a bit of the other Daleks uh, book. I don't know if that's just me. It probably is, but uh, it does remind you of the day of the Daleks comment, uh, cover. Um, Resurrection of the Daleks, which was already released as a book, not part of the target book range though. Same with Revelation of the Daleks, that was released as a book, but not as a a target book. Uh, And the TV movies that will be releasing in the target book range, Uh, obviously they made the story of the movie, Uh, that's Lost in Ether. Uh, And the Pirate Planet, which again was was released as one of these big books, like along with Shala and City of Death, the Pirate Planet. Was one of those big Ducky Adams, uh, uh, Jenny Morris books. That is the manager news. Let's go on with our review of Revolution of the Daleks. Oh yes. So, what did I? So I did watch this on a date. I did watch this on uh, New Year's Day. And what I we watched it recently. What did I think of it? I loved it. Um, I just think it's a load of fun. There were there are a few bits that I'm like looking at on a bit of a critical eye. I, I can't see some flaws in it, but it's not that many. Like it's not. Um. Like oh, they ruined the story. So. The story is Doctor's trapped in a space prison. Graham, Yaz and Ryan are stuck on Earth. Trying to figure out the way the Doctor, they can bring the Doctor, they can save the Doctor, sorry, from the space prison. And, um, and a little bit announced, the Doctor is saved by Captain Jack. And, uh, and uh, then when they get back down to earth it t- turns out the Daleks are involved uh, and who else is involved with that? Jack Robertson with the Prime Minister and this guy called Leon I want these defence drones so it's a bit like Ranger the Daleks really uh, And, um, so, uh, 
so we have to figure out a way to stop in the Daleks. Oh, but no, it's the... So I think it's the Time Squad Dalek. So basically, uh, the Time War Daleks. One has a black dome. Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, on the black head. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm going to defeat the Noctua Daleks. And uh, all chaos turns out on the Jack Robertson. Is wants to team up on. It's a Daleks. Uh, he tells them the doctor's involved. He catches them. Uh, sends them into a vortex. So, uh, what did I think? So, story. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a. I did think the Doctor would be stranded in space prison for about half the episode. Um, it turns out she was stuck in it for about 20 minutes, which I feel is the right decision because um, I think it would be a bit of a slog if she was just working out a way of getting out of here. And, yeah, so I think there was a bit more for the film. However, it didn't release that much, which I think was a good idea. Um, it was a bit like Trace Upon a Time with um, the Tenth Planet. Uh, however, I would have liked to see more of the Tenth Planet in Trace Upon a Time. Thing is, I don't know how Yaz can sleep in the TARDIS for four days. That's one nitpick. But, uh, yeah, uh, she was. So that was something. Um, when they were stranded on it, and when the dream Yaz and Ryan were stranded, uh, I thought she'd been over 10 weeks. Um, Of Ryan and Graham, were they even in the story? Because Yaz was the main focus, and I thought because it's a leading story, they got a little bit more focus. But Graham and Ryan just sat in the background. <sighs> That's a bit annoying. I mean, very, very annoying. Um, so, yeah, that. Um, yeah, that's but um, when the story on Earth was good, uh, when the when uh, was it? Can't remember if it was Ryan who showed Graham and then Graham and Yaz, Graham and Ryan showed uh, Yaz the photo, the video of the Dalek. Uh, I thought that was a good idea of them finding out a way instead of like, you know, just walking along the street and then oh, there's a Dalek. Um, and I thought the confrontation with uh, Jack Robertson that uh, Graham, Ryan and Yaz had, I thought, well, was it alright? The walk was cool and then Ryan says, 
um, I remember us, I thought, do you really need Matt Ryan? I mean, I like Ryan. I think he's kind of an ugly companion. I think all the companions are in this uh, TARDIS team are underrated. Uh, especially Ryan, because he he's got, like, nout. Uh, but um, that was kind of cringy. Uh, um, so, yeah. And, um, what else? Oh, um, when, I'll be kind of funny, I'm going to try and, uh, you know, try and get Robertson, and then we're going to sneak in. We're going to have, uh, what's it called, paper, or anything, to, so they could sneak in. Um, So this is hard, isn't it? <laughs> I'm really chuckled at that. So, I'm really chuckled at that, and yeah, and um, actually, so Jack Robertson was a little bit dick in this story. He was really, um, you know, sort of level-headed, a bit on the cocky side, obviously, but not as cocky. And he was actually more relevant to the story than before in the Rackman's in the UK because he he did, we didn't really need him. He was only there to kill the spider at the end. Uh, but, but in this story, he really was needed there because he was, um, no, uh, a, um, a really, like, he was close. Well, he wasn't, but he was part of a corporation that was, um, covered in Daleks, uh, off the original replica, and, and he was building Daleks, all these defense drones, as they call them. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, he really was integral in the story in this one. It was less than I was on the records in the UK. Uh, so that's good. Let's talk about the space prison. I really did like the look. I do, I love the look of the space prison. A bit like Sharda. I don't know what people were saying this working with Sharda. But, um, yeah, it was, it wasn't Sharda. Um, I really liked the bit when knocking on the wall bit. I just thought that was Jack breaking through. Maybe it was Jack knocking on the wall. Uh, saying I'm here. I think there's a bit of a time lord he was talking to. I'm pretty sure the heartbeat of a time lord, so it probably wasn't. It's probably just a knock, a knock twice. Obviously, knock twice. Um, it's the end of the world for you. Uh, it's the end of the world, even. Or the end of time. Um, anyway. Jack. Um, I really did like the bit when she was talking to the cameras. Obviously, she got a bit, you know, the lolly tap up in prison. Obviously, they got to talk to things all the time. So, loads of people be thinking she's going to the lolly tap, but really she's just being her normal self. Uh, 
what else? I, I really like the bit with uh, the loads of where the doctor walks into the prison and she's like, hello, bite me to a ting. Hello, Angela to a weeping angel. And a sicker act, which I don't think gets a name. Um, and then she, that whole pub process um, restarts. And, uh, It's, it's an other monster so silent. I just forgot my ass. Um, uh, but I see it then. Talks to something about the face of a silent. And um, Jack um, says, What about this face? Do you remember this one? And, and um, that was really nice to see the connection between John and uh, Jordy because they really do have a connection together throughout the whole story. I don't know to do that. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, I decided to go out the breakout ball, which I think, looking back on it, critical I think on years there, I thought it was a good idea. I thought, oh, of course Jack's gonna uh, break out, uh, break out ball, uh, but looking back at it, how does he smuggle those things? Because these are high intense security cameras, even if you've got one shoved up, up your arse, they're still gonna be protected with it, so. Oh, and the Voltec manipulator. Which is used to pop them out of there. How do you also sm- smuggle a vortex manipulator? Yeah, there's a little innuendo in there, obviously, because it's Jack. Uh, but, how do you smuggle one in there? I don't know. Um, also, so they go back to Earth. Yaz pushes the doctor because she's annoyed that, that she's left them on Earth for so long. Um, and that's when uh, uh, the doctor finds out that the Daleks are involved with us, with the Prime Ministers, and she's not happy about that. And, well, so they've not become the ice warrior, don't we? Um... Oh yeah, and obviously you go see the uh, Jack Robertson say what you're doing with Daleks. He has no idea about Daleks. He says, "Oh yeah, obviously." Um, so Leon, the sort of guy who is making Daleks cloned a dark mutant. Uh, and this, this is also predictable. Look, he said in my head as soon as he opened the bloody case that it's going to jump on his back. Um, because why not just keep the case? Why not just throw the case away with the Dalek? It'll be more creepier if it was in the fire and then as he was walking out, we just saw some, just saw something jump on his back. So burns and everything, except we just open the case and it 
just to give the world that we're going to jump on. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll put that past that for now. I just want to see the idea that they're calling the mutants. Uh, so, it's the, it turns out it's Leon, it's the Dalek can call on Leon too, so they can take over the world as always. Um, and, yeah. Uh, what else? I'm sorry about some pirates do actually go out. <sighs> I have just woke up. The dialects do actually go out and, um, just cause some havoc. And then the doctor calls on Time Squad dialects to, uh, help. However, they don't know it's a doctor. It turns out Jack Robinson wants to help the Daleks and he thinks there's great power in them. And he sees power and really he just wants to make money. Uh, but he wants to help them. And um, he tells him it's a doctor. And he said, I want to see your leader. He said, come with us. That's a Cyberman voice. Sorry, it's not a Cyberman story, it's a Dalek story. And, um, what else? What else even? Um, so obviously I got to the Dalek ship and I was really worried at that point. And he says, show me your leader, the Davros. We're gonna come in, so I don't think the story really needed Davros. As long as it would be, as it would be nice to have him, I don't think it needed him. Um, but it turns out he's just the leader of the Daleks, which I think was a good call. Uh, um, so, oh yeah, Captain Jack and, and Ryan and Graham actually get a bit of action by, you know, say, like, blowing up, like, saving Ryan and Graham. I mean, taking, um, Chuck Robertson and um and then putting these little detonators in the dark ship. Maybe the dogs aren't finished obviously until the doctor traps them in the early TARDIS and sends them into an eternal uh time vortex. So they will not be able to get out. A bit like the axons. Uh in time loop. I don't think that Daleks in the time loop. Um, and yeah, they just kind of drop them off back home. Uh, the the doc, the ending bit. I think it's a bit. I think I understand where Ryan's coming from because obviously he just wants to live. In, he just wants a normal life. No, the doctor can't be a thing all the time because he will never be able to see his mates. Understand that, but I wish he had a little bit more to say, like why. Because if I was writing this, I'd say, you can't spend your life forever with you, Doc. It's, it's like unhealthy. Unhealthy thing will kill you at one point. That's what I would have said. Like, just like. 
Christian's exit, I kind of felt bad for him because he was really excited to go. Because when I was leaving, he really wanted to help him. Um, he wanted to support his grandson because Ruth was no longer there, and so I, I was actually touched by that. And the bit at the end I thought was really nice when it wasn't a cringy way of the doctor saying bye, fam. It was, it was emotional. It, it really was pure sadness to see them go, and I like that. So on the characters, let's start off with the prime minister. She was alright. Um, that actress reminds me a bit of um, Harriet Jones, MP for Fairdale North. Um, she was the prime minister and former prime minister. Um, yeah, she was alright, she didn't have that much to do, I thought she'd have a bit, she thought she'd be a bit more integral to the plot. She had a funny line with, uh, uh, Jack Robertson and, uh, what's his name, he's, uh, Mike Ashley of, uh, a business, if you don't know what that joke means. Mike Ashley is, uh, a football manager for Newcastle United. And everyone hates him because he just closes down every business that he has. And he's got like, loads of businesses and he's just using money. He's just abusing and using them. Uh, so I thought that was quite funny. Um, yeah, but apart from that, she doesn't have that much to do. Jack Robertson, Chris Knopf puts a great performance in. He's a great actor. I uh, haven't seen him in anything apart from Doctor Who, but from what I've seen, he's a great actor, and, um, he's, you know, quite, he's arrogant, but arrogant is, uh, lower down to a level where it's bearable, unlike, um, the mechanism you came in, it's just like, you need to shut up now, because you're kind of getting on my nerves, even though I do, I think, Ragnar's in the UK's underrated story, if I'm being honest. Uh, but, um, yeah, I really did enjoy the story. And I really enjoyed him in it. Leon, I thought was a good lackey. Uh, well, not good lackey. A good, well, a lackey to the dog. A good mechanical man. Because uh, obviously he didn't really know how powerful the Daleks were. Which is sort of the thing that Daleks have been around on Earth for quite a while. And the Doctor hasn't wiped their memory since about 2007. So, if you don't remember, the Daleks, yeah, he's, he's quite young, but this was set in 2020. And I see. Uh, he's about 20. Oh, I don't know if I do beg your pardon, again, I just woke up. He would have remembered because he would have been 13 at the time if he was 20. Yeah, but he was a good mechanical man. He was, he was good. He was a strong character. Uh, Graham, he really wasn't in it that much, and I can't really judge it. Thing is, it's not even Bradley Walsh's fault. Bradley Walsh's performance in the scenes that he was in were good. 
to write until uh, because they didn't use a star actor like Bradley Walsh to uh, incorporate his talents in this final episode. Same with Tosin Cole and Ryan. Unfortunately, not that much to do. Uh, and again, Ryan's an great companion, but unfortunately, didn't get that much to do. Uh, yes, it's probably got a lot to do. Uh, sort of showing how strong the companion is, and I actually like that, but if they just think, like, maybe I had the word game and Ryan doing a bit more. But yeah, I, I thought, yeah, was strong in this. And the Doctor was brilliant. Uh, Judy Whitaker was hitting it all, all levels here, and she was brilliant. So, yeah, that's what I've got to say about that. Um, and yeah. Um, so, what they did the story out of 10? I'd give it an 8.5 out of 10. I thought it was a strong story. Um, so yeah, please, if you enjoyed this episode, please share, like, please subscribe, share it, and, um, yeah, please do all those things. Uh, I've got a Twitter, uh, at Who's Who's Podcast. Uh, well, I'm just changing it to uh, it's gonna be at who's who. Uh, the name of the podcast, uh, brackets of talking podcast. Um, so please follow me on there and send in your views next week. Next week, we will be reviewing. It's a double whammy. It's Colony in space, and well, I say next week. I mean Friday, because I decided to do this. Um. Uh, on a Tuesday, because I thought I can't hold back all these two dogs even more. So this Friday, Friday the 29th of January, uh, we will be doing a double whammy review of Tony and Space and the Demons. So get you, please send in your reviews uh, for both those stories. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this, the first podcast. If it's been a bit, you know, sort of, sort of, uh, quiet, I'm really sorry about that, uh, but I hope you enjoyed the podcast, enjoyed this episode, and uh, please send in your reviews on, for Friday, the closing date for the, for the reviews will be Thursday night, um, at 7pm England, it will be 7pm in England, um, it will be the end of the time you can send in your reviews, uh, for Tony and Space and the Demons, so please, uh, please do send in your reviews, so so I can read them out, and acknowledge you guys. So yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope it's been good. Uh, please come back again. Please send in your reviews for uh for. Collins Basin the Demons. So yeah, have a great week and I'll see you on Friday. And remember all keep keep doing and remember uh, Latte.